This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. Here we go! And there's a special reason why Johnny isn't doing his wubba-lubba-dub-dubs today, and decided to go with, I'm surprised you went with the, uh, well, I'm not surprised, but I am kind of disappointed that you went with the original Mario over hey. the, uh, the Super Mario Super Show. Hey, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all about the OG. Was, was that, was that my, was that my job? Hey, Paisanos, yep, welcome that's to yours. the Rick and Johnny podcast. That's all yours. My name is Mario, but we are doing a special kind of, we're actually recording two podcasts for you guys today. This week, you're still getting the one per podcast a week. However, we're recording this one for this week, and then we're recording next one because I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to be in sunny California. Yeah, he is. While Johnny's stuck here in Chicago. Chicago. So we're kind of doing two for you, and that's why this first one that you guys are going to do is it's all gaming. E3 just happened. We got a ton of footage that was released. Spider-Man, Kingdom Hearts was released. It's Call of Duty, Anthem, we've got God of War, Super Mario Odyssey, there was a ton of stuff, Xbox even coming out with the Xbox One. Scorpio. And revealing that as well, is that what they're calling it? They're calling it Xbox One Scorpio. That's right, Xbox One X is also what it's called. Oh, it's okay. so, like, it's, it's weird. I'm not an Xbox person, so that's why it's weird to me, but we had a ton of announcements. We're going to actually be looking at, in this podcast, we're going to look at the Spider-Man game. We're going to call a duty game because I'm hyped about that. And then we're kind of going to end the podcast with games that we are excited for. I'll give some. Johnny will give some. You guys will give some down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, we're going to start with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. This last year, I want to say it was 83 last year, we got the trailer for it. And I was like, holy shit, we're going to get an actual good Spider-Man game. Because yep. for me, I want to say it was 2002. Something like was that. was the last time I played a Spider-Man game. That was the Sam. It was the one adapted from the... Um, the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, the, the movies trilogy. at the time. The trilogy. The Sam Raimi uh, Spider-Man movies. So, yeah. of course, it like that for me was like cool and all. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that good of a game. This game looks amazing. We got a... Gameplay trailer in this one. Yeah. And the thing that I love about it is that it kind of gave me flashbacks to two games that I've played before. It gave me flashbacks to Batman Arkham Knight. Okay. Because the combat, se- like, the com- we're getting a lot of combat sequencing in yeah. this one. The combat kind of felt a little bit like Arkham Knight-ish, where you're fighting the goons, and then when you defeat that last one, it's like, bam, cinematic, come up slow. Kind yeah, of dramatically, but it also kind of flew like how it flowed and its fluidness reminded me of a game that I've also played that Insomniac, who's the uh, developer of this game, has made. Okay. That's infamous. Okay, so it kind of gave me a vibe of both of those games mixed into one, except it's Spider-Man. So of course you're going to get the and he's pulling things and he's whipping bricks around. Yeah, jumping over the back, sneaking around stuff. I love it. I absolutely love like this gameplay trailer. Give me it. I don't want to wait a year for it. Can't wait a year. Oh yeah, the gameplay looks amazing. I mean, you get to. It's about stealth, but mm-hmm. it's also about um, quick uh, takedowns with some of the enemies. It looks like uh, mm-hmm. 
just a lot of actually being Spider-Man. And what's nice, too, is, uh, like you said, um, the slow-mo with the ending moves, but also, like, um, at least for the gameplay trailer, it was giving you, like, hey, this these are the buttons you need to press right now. So it's like, hey, press, press and hold R3 or whatever. It's like, so it's mm-hmm. good. So it's, like, helping you know which ones and probably does that for a little while. Well, and I mean, that's another thing that we're kind of getting a part of in this. And I mentioned... I mentioned Infamous, and right now at my computer, I'm kind of having the gameplay going. I wonder how, because the thing with Infamous, and that's the thing I'm looking back for, for what it reminded me of, there was a sense of just open-worldness. I wonder if this game is going to give that to us as well. Because, I mean, of course they're saying, like, you know what, it's going to be a, there's going to be more of an open world but I wonder if it's going to be because that was one where it's like, yeah, you can go along in this story. That's where the story, if you want to continue it. Mm-hmm. However, I want to take a break and I want to explore the city. I'm really and hoping they we did get have that. collectibles with that because it, it would be so cool to explore the city like Spider-Man swinging around places, swinging around corners. I mean, Infamous was cool because he had those like electric powers. Yeah. So you can like ride the railways and kind of do these cool tricks and it was unique how you got across the city yeah, with, like, the different shock jumps that it had. But with Spider-Man, I wonder if they're going to do that same thing with this game. Because that's the one thing from this gameplay trailer we didn't really get to see. We saw a lot of cinematic. We saw a lot of combat. And then we saw what you were saying and the part I love about it where it's like when he's on the um, skyscraper, the crane falling, it's like, okay, 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 X. And it's like, time it, and time it, and time it, and you're yeah, timing exactly. these. But there are also ones, and the thing that I thought was cool with that was there's one where he's hanging from the airplane, and it's the part where he's like, come on, Peter, come on, Peter, you got this, you got this, where you actually have to move the stick over so you're basically aiming to the helicopter propeller, and then you have to press the button. Yeah, So exactly. it's kind of like, oh, I got to drag my arm over there and then do it. Because it's not, it's going to make you actually put the work into it, too. Mm-hmm. You don't just get to, oh, hey, press this. Boom. You're done. Um, no, it's, which is great. I just love the gameplay they're showing us so far. But, yeah, I really hope they have the open world. Because mm-hmm. um, kind of like any of Vice City games, there's the main mission. There's even some little side missions. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, hey, so, someone's purse is being snatched. Stop him real quick. If you want to do some little things like mm-hmm. that. And the thing that I ultimately, and this is at the very end of the trailer, I wonder how many, uh, I wonder how many games or how many uh, Spider-Men we are actually going to play from this. True. How, because we see that, oh, it's Peter Parker, but at the end of the trailer, it's just snatch. And it's like, oh, he's caught. Like, whoa, what happened? They could have just left it there, but they went one second further. Who's in the crowd? Miles Morales. Exactly. So are we going to get the chance where this was kind of like the intro, where this was the first prequel mission, Peter gets captured, and this is like the story of Miles Morales becoming Spider-Man. Who knows? I mean... Or becoming a version of Spider-Man. Is he already a Spider-Man? It's like, what are we going to get from this game? And I, it's leaving me with questions... And it's leaving me with hype, which is exactly what you want to do from a gameplay trailer. It's all you want to do. What do you think? Do you think we're going to get, like, do you think Miles Morales is going to be our main guy and Peter's the only one we play at the beginning? Or is it going to kind of be a both, yin and yang? Sometimes we're playing as Peter Parker. 
Sometimes we're playing as Miles Morales, or we're just playing as Peter Parker. I think we're going to focus on the Peter Parker to start off as a new, like kind of revamping the Spider-Man games. Mm-hmm. This would be a great way to um, bring in a Spider, a new Spider-Man game without like, oh, there's n- we're not touching the old one. So we bring in Peter Parker. You play as Peter Parker majority, if not all the time, but introduce little interludes of, hey, here's Miles Morales. He's going to be your next Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. like. Then you can intertwine them, either both of them or just strictly Miles Morales into a Spider-Man 2 game. Because obviously the game does well. The game looks great. The game does well. You want to pump out a second one mm-hmm. as any gaming company would want to. I See, I'm not even thinking about a second one right now. I, I Usually people would be like, well, Ricky, you got to be nervous that this game is going to be good. It looks good. It looks great. It look, the story looks like it's phenomenal as well. We got and, the kingpin in there, and I mean, going back to what you were saying with the like, how it's not just like combat; it's also sneaking around. That reminded me, kind of, of Arkham Knight a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Where with Batman, it's like, okay, I'm going to grapple up here. Okay, wait for him to come under, swing down, and grab him. Of course, Batman had all these certain types of. There was the combat side, but then there was the detective side, where it's like, okay, I'm turning on my night vision. And they can't see me. I got to be stealth mode and take down each opponent. Exactly. It's not going to be that exact same way. No. However, early on, we saw it. It's like, okay, this guy, tackle him. He's on the ground. Okay, I'm on a beam here. He walks under. Grab him. Come up. And let him hang there. Oh, another one? Let me just shoot him with a grenade web. Put a grenade web there. As soon as he passes that kind of trip line, and pulls them, pulls back them in. right back in. So pulled the crane and knocked two of them out. Mm-hmm, that too. So I'm very excited for this game. I am yeah, same super. Here. The only thing that I hate about it is we got to wait a year. Oh yeah, we have to wait until May of 2018. Yep. Now you got to put the I, waiting in for the game, even though we don't want to. Technically, we're waiting two years because they told us about it a year ago. Yeah. Now they're kind of like. Hey, I know we told you that we're making a Spider-Man game, but uh, here's some gameplay for you. Oh, by the way, you have to wait another year. Oh, yeah. I am hoping that the wait is worth it because, I mean, I want to play this game now. Oh, yeah. I want to play it for them, too. Exactly. That's the one thing I want to do. And the one thing I want to correct myself is I said Insomniac Games worked on Infamous. I was wrong. I thought they did. It was a Sucker Punch production. So it's weird that two games, because I know Arkham, the Arkham Knight series was um, the Rocksteady did two of them. And I think Montreal Studios or something Montreal did the middle one, the Arkham, uh, I want to say that was Arkham City. Yeah. Was the second one. Because the two bookends were, uh... it was Rocksteady Montreal and then Rocksteady again. Okay. For the the developers of that game. Because it's Asylum... City and yeah. then night. And then night. But the thing that's interesting, I'm looking at Insomniac, because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Ricky, you've played games that you've seen the Insomniac logo. Yeah. Some of the games that I've played from Insomniac, which is weird because I didn't get any of these games kind of infused into watching this, the Ratchet and Clank series. Hmm. I was like, holy shit, I forgot. Those were all Insomniac games. Yeah. They also did from way back the Spyro games. Oh, wow. So they were Spyro, they were Ratchet and Clank. Now, I know they did games like Resistance and Resistance 2. 
maybe that's the type of game where they're kind of okay. We're gonna use that because it's more of like real people that you're dealing with. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really watch this gameplay and thought, yeah, you know what? I see Ratchet and Clank in here. Oh, I saw that, and I see Spyro in this, but. I kind of feel like watching this trailer, I cannot wait for it. Oh, no, I'm super and, excited. And the la- this will be the last PlayStation 4 game that they developed since 2016. They came out with a Ratchet & Clank game for PlayStation 4, and they came out with a game called Song of the Deep for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So this will be their first PlayStation 4 game in nearly two years. And that's the thing. It's also PlayStation 4 exclusive. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, I knew it. You I knew just, it was going to happen. Because, I a, mean, it's a, like Spider-Man is owned by Sony. It, obviously, it was going to happen. Because, of course, Sony is going to say you can only play it on our system. Yeah, I mean... I feel, uh, bad, a, I feel bad for my Xbox users out there, but I kind of don't because I get to play it. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, I, get, like my... I feel bad because if I was on the other side, I'd be like, well, I'm pissed. From I'm a guy that doesn't Spider-Man. own the new gens right now, yeah. Yeah, but you're lucky. You got a friend like exactly. me that'll let, you, that'll let you come over and uh, play the game for the channel. Exactly. That's something I want to start doing with us is kind of getting that gaming side going and playing oh, some games. To. And this would be a prime game. To play. A prime game that I'd want to play, especially for us with how much we talk about Marvel and talk about all these different superheroes. But before we wrap it up, before we move into Call of Duty, any kind of last thoughts or anything that we didn't bring up no, from the trailer? No, I love, um, I just love the look of the gameplay. I love the little uh, snippets here and there. Right now we see just a little hint of uh, Kingpin. We see a little hint of Fist Industries. So it looks pretty good. And then we got, I wonder who the other villain, this other group, what of, I was gonna bring other group of villains That's is what I was because bring up. my guess is something along the lines of the hand from... The small, not this Marvel from, Cinematic from, from like Dead from Daredevil. Daredevil. I almost, said, I almost said Deadpool. I don't know why. Daredevil and the other um, little hints in there from the other ones yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So, so that yeah. kind of Netflix universe. Yeah, ne- the Netflix universe. There the, we go. The Marvel Netflix universe. Exactly. Um, the, the MN. The MNU. Yeah. The we'll go the, the MNU. MNU. The MNU. Marvel Netflix. The Marvel Netflix, Netflix universe. universe. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, I think um, maybe it's that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would be, I'm intrigued well, to know who it is. Because it's weird. Because besides Kingpin, the one villain that we see, it's like, oh, the guy who runs the community center? Maybe it could be the hand. Because just because he runs the community center doesn't mean you know what he does when he goes home. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, the thing that I also forgot to bring up, besides the villain, because we don't know. I didn't get a sense of you guys at home or wherever you are in the world are like, dude, it's totally this. Let us know in the comments. Please section. do. But another thing I just wanted to ask you to end this before we move over to COD is the suit. Yeah. The suit's a little, I mean, it's a minor change, but I even said to you, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a little different having the white spider on the front. Yeah. Having the white spider, the white infused kind of lines and you kind of see it. On the shoes as well. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have done it. What do you What are you feeling about the white spider logo instead of our traditional black? Well, I kind of like it, but let me throw this out to you. Does it remind you of anyone else's spider suit? Iron Spider. Well, that and so- one more. Tom Holland. No, I was gonna say Miles Morales. Doesn't he have the black, the the red, mo- mostly red He's, with the black is, that comes thought, down to the hands? I thought his was inversed, where it was black with like the red. Um, lines. Oh, it might it. be actually that. So it was one. like a black suit with the like those were inverse. The black was red, 
and the red from the original is black. Yeah, no, and he's you got might the be right red, about that. red around the eyes. The only thing I'm thinking is this is a version of the Iron Spider suit. Yeah, because it could he's be. got the like. That's the thing also that we didn't mention. He's got telecommunications in his suit. Yeah, inside the because man. he's talking to. He says Yuri, but when she pops up on screen, it says Captain something, mm-hmm. and she says, "Can you superhero harder?" So I'm assuming, which is weird that he'd be working with the police because Spider-Man, you're not supposed to know his identity, identity yeah. but maybe we're in that kind of a timeline because this obviously wasn't just from watching the gameplay. The Peter Parker that we're getting is totally different than what we're seeing with Tom Holland yeah, it is. in the MCU. This is a Spider-Man that looks like I am established as Spider-Man and I know what I'm doing. I am an older Spider-Man. I'm not one that's, whoa, just getting the hang of everything. How do I do this superhero stuff? Yeah, this suit's a little bit more natural than him now. And I mean, just thinking about it, this might be, it might pull in more um, people like our age from the 90s. Yeah. Because I was even talking to Dave, who's on the Fast Break, Dave Oster here, Most Valuable Podcast. And like he says, he's like, well, this Peter Parker that I associate with, is from the 90s cartoon. True. Where that wasn't a high school Peter Parker. That was more of a college Peter Parker. Yeah, it was a college Peter Parker. An older Peter Parker. So it wasn't like that, what you see with like the, uh, what is it, Ultimate Spider-Man? He's in high school. Yeah, back in high school. Disney XD. The one that's back in high school now. Yeah. The the one we're getting to with Tom Holland, all Mm -hmm. high school now. So So it looks like we're going away from that and going back to the older Spider-Man that like we grew up with. Or at least more experienced, if Mm -hmm. nothing else. Well, and... Now I'm going to turn it on to them. I, that went a little bit longer than I thought it would. But let us know, guys, what you guys think of the gameplay trailer. What, are you like us? How how much are you like, I can't wait for this game? What do you think the story is going to be like? Tell us everything. Let's continue this discussion down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, we are going to move on into another game. This is This is not only a game. But this is a company yes. that makes this game each and every time. I mean, usually it's a year off because usually it's like Activision makes it, then someone else, then Activision, then someone else, then Activision. But Activision is a company that usually when they make a Call of Duty game, yep. it's usually take my money. Like yeah. Fry from Futurama, take, take my, my money. money and let me play this game. And each and every year after the last game... I was like, you know what, with all this futuristic stuff and the jetpacks and the running through walls and, like, or running across walls, I'm like, forget it. This isn't for me. I bought the last Call of Duty, played some multiplayer, then played Overwatch. Mm -hmm. Played what was on your shirt. Except not Winston, because I'm not a good Winston player. I'm a Farah (laughs) player. But it was, I was, like, losing hope. And then I see this and I go, Call of Duty World War II. It's getting me hyped again, and I'm probably going to buy it. They came out with the multiplayer reveal trailer. They came out with more footage at E3. I don't know what it is, Johnny. I love, I love when Call of Duty goes back in time. Yeah. When they go to World War One. when they go to World War Two. when it's not the futuristic, I'm going to jump up, jetpack, run across the wall, bing, bang, boom, okay, I'm using my metal extender arm, like, all that BS in my mind. Yeah, no, I like the, I like these gameplays, too. What did you think after seeing the multiplayer reveal trailer that they did earlier last week? Um, I am really big into the uh, World War II ones, the World War One. I. I even bought, um, for P- when I was a PS2 player still, mm-hmm. um, 
the Civil War game that came out. That was yeah. fun. It wasn't. It was from History Channel. Mm-hmm. So I love these like the old wars, and this one is just a lot more brutal than anything I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Not one have I seen a flamethrower included. Not with the old. Well, I mean, they the only versions. time I've seen a flamethrower is um. Shoot, it's not Days of Future Past, that's X-Men. They did, back when it was um, called, I think it was right after Advanced Warfare 1. Okay. They did a kind of, I want to say World War 1 game, and there was a flamethrower. But that's the only time I've seen a flamethrower in a Call of Duty game, is that exact one. Yeah, I must not have played that one then, because... It's got to be World War II, though. I don't know if they had that in World War One or really used them in World War It was one of the World Wars. But you know what? Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the trailer now. There's It's a lot more mm-hmm. brutal than before, which makes it that much more realistic, too, which I that, I love when it does War, that. World at War, that was it. Yes, um, because you know what? The thing is, I, um, I start my one of my first games on PS2, I started off Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me, it just brings it back to that kind of thing. It's just... The nostalgia is par- partially in there, which is why it's so much fun to play. But just the fact that, like, they're getting more intricate in some of the weaponry in there. Um, I don't know what else to say. The thing for me that I – and I'm watching the trailer again right now yeah. as we're recording this. Two things jump out to me. Okay. First off, there's – it's brief. Like, it's where – a plane's coming in, mm-hmm. and you get that first-person view from inside the plane. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me says, huh, if this is a multiplayer reveal trailer, are they actually going to do, like, is Call of Duty actually going to bridge over to what Battlefield, or, yeah, what Battlefield has already been doing? Mm-hmm. And that's actually give you the option to fly a plane. No, and possibly. Because there's it, it's brief. It's coming in on a ship. And it's just you see the first person view and the just shooting at a boat. Yeah, are they going to give you that option where it's like, hey, you can get into a plane and you can fly a plane in multiplayer, kind of like you could do in the Battlefield games. There is also a scene you were talking about the brutalness of this game. Yeah, guys on a ship. It looks like walks up behind the guy, Bam. right to the head. Yeah, and just. Goes like Splits deep it, down, like deep all down the way part to like of the, the head shoulders. into the shoulder. It's like damn, and that is a deep cut. Yeah, that is a deep cut. This is a game where even like I mean, because let's be honest, when you're buying a call, let's let's not try to sell anything that is not going to like when you're talking about a Call of Duty game. Yeah, which by the way, when I say sell, this isn't promoted by anything. It's not sponsored by anything. I'm just saying like when the um, developers and studios try to sell a game. Let's be honest. With Call of Duty, you know what you are going to get. You're going to get some people that buy it for the story. Not as many. Not. I wouldn't say their a lot. Bre- their bread and butter is the multiplayer. Yeah. Their bread and butter is the multiplayer, and you got to put on a good game. And I know you say, oh, you got to put on a good game. But with the Call of Duty game, you know what you are going to get. There is also a shot that I just looked at where they show a first-person kind of shot of a bomb coming in. Yeah. So are you going to be able to drop that bomb? What yeah. new things are they going to Looks like you maybe get to throw them out of the plane because that's what yeah. it's showing. It's like, you do, well, let me aim right here and go. And what, and that's the thing that I was kind of getting to is because you know, like, ah, it's a Call of Duty game and usually like Dave always says, ah, I'm not going to buy this one because they're all the same. 
the big question that I'm going to have with Call of Duty. Yeah. In this probably won't be answered until we get closer to the reveal date or the release date, I should say. What are they going to do differently? What? How is this game going to be different than any other Call of Duty game that I have played before? And maybe, maybe it's like you, what you said. Maybe it's the dropping the bomb out of the plane. Maybe it's the actual flying the plane. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is different ways to go in multiplayer where it's not like, well, I either got to play because I know they have like King of the Hill. They have Search and Destroy. But let's be honest. When I buy a Call of Duty game, the only game modes that I'm playing is either free for all or team deathmatch mm-hmm. or mercenary team deathmatch because I don't want to deal with people that already team up. Like, oh, we're a group of friends. We create a party and you're kind of being put with those parties because the matchmaking system, the matchmaking system hasn't been like it is for Overwatch. Where Overwatch, I don't have that problem because Overwatch, hey, if you're a six stack, you're only going to be paired with six stacks. Call of Duty, it's like, wow, we're a bunch of randos going up against a complete team of six people all together. That's just the example I'm using. But what do you think is going to be the thing that when we actually get the game in our hands, that we're going to be saying, this is why I bought the game. This is what's different. This makes it unique. Well, for me, I'm more, I'm not really the multiplayer person. You're more the campaign. I'm more campaign. And my thing is just um, how, like, how much more realism can you throw in there? How great can the not with, not with exactly the new, with the new stories, the new um the kind new, of things that the next generation systems can do? Yeah, from and the it's last not game. just that; it's um to like show me that um I'm trying to think of how to how to put it exactly. Um, show me that you are putting more thought into. There's more things I've seen than any other any of the other mm-hmm. World War Two games I've played before that actually apply to World War II. I was briefly a history person. I liked mm-hmm. reading up on the wars. And there's a lot more stuff that goes along with it than I've seen before. Now, I did, haven't played every single Call of Duty, I'll admit mm-hmm. that. But I mean, I mean, seeing a lot more stuff, a lot more things you can play around with, it seems like. Um, the bomb dropping thing looks pretty cool, if that's even if that's part of the game, which I'm hoping it is. Um, mm-hmm. Melee looks a little bit more uh, realistic now. Um, with um, things tearing up like they're supposed to, things as brutal as you see in some of the trailer. And that's the one thing I was going to bring up because Activision is the publisher. Yeah. And usually they change, but the developer is what changes. And from when I, my first kind of exposure to the Call of Duty games was technically it was called Call of Duty 4 Mm -hmm. Modern Warfare. I remember that one. That was the first one that I know there had already been three, but I really didn't get into Call of Duty until Modern Warfare. And to me, if you're saying like, if we ever, maybe we do a video of this in the future Mm -hmm. where we rank our Call of Duties, Modern Warfare is number one for me every single time because of that. Maybe you can say because of that nostalgia factor on it like mm-hmm. that was the one that made me love call of duty games when i was as young as i was as what i was 17 years old something like when that, that game came out because it was 2007 so end of high school yeah especially that was all the rage back then for especially for a guy like me you go to school you come home you play world of warcraft and call of duty that's all it is maybe you throw some guitar hero in there yep. every now and then but then they had like it would change off. So it was like Infinity Ward, 
then it was Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, then in 2011 for Modern Warfare, th- or Modern Warfare 3, it was Infinity Ward slash Sledgehammer, mm-hmm. who we're seeing now with the World War II game, then it was Treyarch, Infinity Ward for Ghost, Advanced, War ha- or Ad- Advanced Warfare was Sledgehammer Games, and Treyarch, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and now we're back to sledgehammer what i am hoping is two things first off advanced warfare that was the last game that we saw that had the just it was just sledgehammer it was an active activision publisher developed by sledgehammer i had no problems with advanced warfare advanced warfare was a good game for me i started to lose it with infinity warfare that was the one that I thought Infinite Warfare was like, eh, the Black Ops games were always good, but really to me the Modern Warfare games were the best. Yeah. Like, M-Dub 1, 2, and 3 will always have a special place in my heart. Two things I'm hoping for. Number one, because we're getting Sledgehammer, maybe we get ties to what we saw with Advanced Warfare. Mm-hmm. But also, number two, the list of games that they have gone on I mean, Call of Duty 1, 2, and 3, I can't speak to because I never played them. But you got to think, from 2007 till now, because this will be the, what, since 2007, this is the 10th game. Yeah. The 10th game, a decade of Call of Duty games. How many times have they gone into the past, if you had to take a guess? How many times have we gone into the past to a world war? Are we talking about all of them? Cause, uh, Just from 2007. Um, Probably twice. Once. This one will be the second. Okay. We did Modern Warfare, which was the modern time. Yeah. Then they went World at War, which was, I can't remember. I want to say it was World War One, but it could have been World War Two because I remember, the only things I remember from it was, one, they introduced the kill streak of the dogs. So it's like when you got, like, I think it was 12 kills, you could release the dogs. Okay. And they would kill people for you. But I also remember using a Tommy gun a lot. Okay. Tommy Gun was my main gun of choice. I want to say World at War was World War One, but I could be mistaken. However, the it point, could be one. The point is, then they go back to Modern Warfare with MW Two. Yeah. Then they do Black Ops, which is kind of like that covert ops kind of Call Still of modern, Duty game. Though. Modern Warfare Three, Black Ops Two. Then they do Ghosts, which is still modern times. Exactly. Not going back to the World Wars. Advanced Warfare, which is in the future, and then Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare. Both are present to future. This is the second time. This is the first time in almost a decade that we are going to get a game based in the World War era, either World War I or World War II. So I am hoping with, because World at War, here's the systems it was on. Okay. Think of a Windows PC back in 2008 compared to now. Yeah, exactly. Think of a PlayStation 2. Yep. Think of an Xbox 360, a PS3, and a Wii, and it was on the Xbox One, and it says BC. So it was kind of just moving over to the Xbox One. It was PlayStation 4 was nowhere to be found. The first one that was on a PlayStation 4 system was Ghost. Mm-hmm. Ghost was the first I remember one on that. the PS4 system. So we're getting, this will be the first World War game that we're getting on an 8th gen system. 
just that alone, I mean, might be, I'm going to say it might be worth the buy. Of course, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, like Call of Duty is a weird cycle for me. Because there have been times where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get the next one. And then I get it. But Infinite Warfare really turned me off. It was a waste of money to me. I played it for like two weeks, and then I never played it again. Yeah. And then Overwatch came out, and I said, well, screw that. Well, actually, scratch that. The biggest waste of money that I have ever spent was Battleborn. Battleborn. Oh, yeah? You remember that. You remember when I we played that a couple times. It was like the Overwatch game that had similar heroes to Overwatch. But it was different. Oh, we played yeah. it before Overwatch came out. Yep, I remember now. And it had a campaign system. That's played the like, only. That's played the like only difference. Once with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only. That's the only difference. It had a campaign system, but most of the characters were similar. Yeah. To Overwatch, and then Overwatch came out, and it's like this is just a much better game. <laughs> this is just a much better game than Battleborn. So Battleborn was possibly the one game that I bought that was the biggest waste of money. But back to the point I was making, and kind of throwing it to you now. Yeah is that's the big thing with this game that I can't wait for. Getting another World War II game or a World War game on an 8th gen system for the first time. Because the last time I played a World at War was on my PlayStation 3 way back when the PlayStation 3 was still new. I still think I had my fat PlayStation, Mm -hmm. not even the sleeker PlayStation 3 when they took out the the thing that made it backwards compatible. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think, though? What, what do um, you think about that? You know what? Um, I'm actually, like I said, I'm excited for this ga- uh, game. I'm hoping... <laughs> excited for this gun. This gun. These guns that I get to use in this game. <laughs> gonna get... No, I'm excited for the game, the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it works on my computer <laughs> because I don't have the, like I said, I don't have the new gen systems right now. Um, I'm waiting right now on that. Mm-hmm. I might actually go gaming computer instead anyways. I'll be honest. This is a game that... <sighs> Yet again, for Spider-Man, you know, I said, yeah, we're going to play for the channel. Yeah. This is a game I would love to play for the channel. The only reason I'm not going to promise it in a video right now mm-hmm. is the last time I tried to play an Activision um, game, it blocked it worldwide. Activision really? on YouTube blocked the – so if you uploaded it, it got blocked worldwide oh, because wow. of the cutscenes because it didn't, it didn't want its game being – Put out there on the internet. Well, maybe we can actually delete the cutscenes then if we want to do it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I would love to just start doing that, like yeah. I said. And I know I'm going to get this game. I know I'm going to buy this yeah. game and play the shit out of it, especially hey, if, I don't get, if I don't, it's really good. If I don't get to play on the computer, I know I'm going to play it at your place. John, so. John will be over all the time playing uh, Call of Duty World War II. But before we move on to other games that kind of excited us from E3 that we saw... Any last thoughts on World War II for Call of Duty? No, I've got. I think I got my points across on that. It just brings back the nostalgia of the mm-hmm. uh, my initial games when it came to the shooter games, mm-hmm. um, Medal of Honor. Um, I love how they're bringing back like not just oh hey here are your generic guns that we always have for these games, even though they're not there's not a ton of them. There's a few mm-hmm. of them. Here's some more of them that they used in this time. It's gonna work like that, and then just the brutality you expected. Out of it. I'm just thinking of that thing <laughs> that right one. through his head. Oh. The, the, uh, Sliced his head. It's a cutscene. I understand that. But mm-hmm. the bayonet. Yeah. Jam. And he just, just jams it right into everything, him. And, blood splatter everywhere. And that is the thing about being on that next gen system that makes it all oh, so much better. Yeah. Than it probably was in 2008. Now I'm probably <laughs> going to pull out my world at war on PlayStation 3 and try <laughs> to find my PlayStation 3 
and play it again just to see how it was. But let's turn the conversation on to you guys. Let us know down below in the comment section. Are you excited for World War II Call of Duty? Are you kind of coming into this feeling like, ah, I'm not going to buy a Call of Duty game again? And what did you think of the multiplayer reveal trailer that they released early last week, a part of E3 week? Let us know down below in the comment section. And Johnny, it is time to end the podcast talking about some games that we didn't get to cover solely, like Spider-Man and Call of Duty. And I'm going to be honest, there was one game that uh, I really did want to, like, geek out about for about a half an hour. Like, half an hour at least. I feel like that is the amount of time um, that you have to geek out about it because it's been, what, over a decade? Like, 12 (laughs) years since I've gotten a third and final installment to the trilogy I've been waiting to end. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for, but no, no. Johnny never got... Into Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> he never got into it, guys. Never got into Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're talking about games that excited us from E3. Yes. That weren't Spider-Man and weren't Call of Duty. Duty. And I am going to be so gracious, Johnny. I will not take a oh, half hour gracious. yet. I will let you begin. What was one game that you were excited for post E3? Well, I'm going to start out strong, at least for my list, okay. and say God of War. It was good. It, it looks really good, and I love how we're getting into Norse mythology well, now. It confused me for a second yes. because I'm like, okay, God of War 3 happened, and he got impaled. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's where we left it because I remember... The with God of War, I remember when uh, it was way back ago, and the only thing I really remember about the time was my sister was dating her real old ex boyfriend, and me and him were like, "Fucking a God of War, cheap God of War one and two in one bundle. We can get God of War three. Played the shit out of all three. Yeah, like God of War one, I think was the first platinum trophy I've ever gotten on PlayStation four. And be, I just played them all again, and that was the last time I had touched the games. Now we get a new God of War where I even told you where I'm like, I watched the trailer and I was like, is that, is that Kratos? Is that him? Is that him? That's or are we Kratos. getting someone new? Is that him? Or Because it, I'm like, we're even in a different world. We're not even, it doesn't look like we're in Greece anymore. No, we're not. We're not in Greece. We are somewhere in the Netherlands. We are uh, somewhere in where Norse mythology takes place. What excited you about it? Um, well, I'm a big fan of Norse mythology. You love that, yes. I, I think you know why. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, to see all those things come to life, too, just like we saw in God of War mm-hmm. 1 and 2 and 3, they brought all the Norse, or the, the Greek mythology to life. Now we're bringing the Norse mythology. He's even got different weapons. Like, the thing I was like, where, where are your blades, Kratos? The ching, ching, Yeah, ching. the, the <laughs> dual... <laughs> Yeah, the, chain du- blades. the dual chain blade. I'm like, where are the chain blades? Yeah. He doesn't even, like, in the weapon, you know how they would, like, glow red? Yeah. He doesn't even have that anymore. He's got the axe, but it glows blue. Yeah, and then he's got the, the pretty cool shield that just start- that comes out. That thing is awesome. It that just, looks pretty as cool. As he's going to punch, it just and makes the shield so he can block and hit with it. Yeah. That was awesome. And in the trailer that they, that um that I want to say was Sony, put out there, like, it that was great. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, great. We got the now we got and it's more themed for the mm-hmm. game now. We got more like Viking style weapons. So he's got that nice 
huge axe that he throws and it comes back to him. It's like sometimes. a boomerang. Yeah, basically. It's, it's like a, a boomerang. The de- more deadly boomerang. And then you got the nice Viking looking shield that's. Mm-hmm. Covers the whole body. But, like, we get to see all these monsters that would be more geared towards Vikings Viking, and the Norse, Norse mythology. Greek. I even thought it was really cool when it comes out of the water during the the And you trailer. kind of look at it, and it's like, whoa, what's that? It's the, the world snake. Yeah. The Leviathan. I think it's called Leviathan. It's like, whoa, never seen one of those before. Just not being from. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, like, the whole story, even me and Dave were talking about it yesterday, and Dave had the ultimate kind of way to sum up what this game is going to be. <laughs> He's like, it's Logan God of War. We're getting, Basically. We're getting Logan God of War because somehow he has a son. Yep. Somehow he has a son that he has to teach to be a warrior and it's exa- he's got a beard now and yeah. he's a little bit older and uh, he's got a young kid that's got a fight. He's basically Logan. Yeah. <laughs> I he's wonder gotta... if I'm going to cry at the end of this game. You Johnny. might. You might. Are two people going to, or two, well, spoilers, are two people going to die like in Logan? Oh, I feel man. like it's enough time. So you mean like, like some sort of mentor and then yeah. Kratos. Yeah. Like, it's gotta, about time. Gotta have two, gotta have two deaths for uh, a Logan remake. But I mean, I the thing I like about this game and excited me, yeah, was in the combat sequences. Yeah, looks like it's not, It's the same thing with Call of Duty. It looks like nothing new. Yeah, like there are some new things that you can do because of the weapons that you have. The change now. in weapons, yeah. But it still looks like the base formula for God of War combat sequencing, which I love. Yeah, it's great. You don't, so you're not changing up everything. Mm-hmm. So there's some continuity of what you've done before. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of like jump in the game. Okay, I can start doing this. It's now instead we change up the whole storyline of the game instead. Mm-hmm. So now we got an older Kratos. You have to take care of your son as well as fight off these monsters. Which I cannot wait. This was one where. I'm gonna buy it. I'll be honest. I'll buy game. Same. I'll buy Game of War or, or God, God of, of War. War. Wow, Game of game, War. The Game of War. <laughs> it basically that's what it is, right? Then I mean, the I'm, I'm gonna throw out a game, and this was the one that kind of got my E3 juices flowing. Okay. Um, Dave sent it to us last week because oh, we were yeah. doing the podcast. Anthem. Yeah. This is a game never heard anything about. I was very never heard uh, of it before. It was one of those things where. It was um, promoted by Xbox at E3. Okay. So I'm like, shit, is this an Xbox exclusive? All those people that I made fun of, like, na 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 boo boo, I get Spider Man, you don't. Are they going to be able to say they get Anthem and I don't? From what I heard from Dave, is it is going to come cross platform okay. to everything. But this is a game that looks phenomenal. Yes. And the thing I love about it is it's a game where you're in this community. That's guarded by a wall and you have to go outside the wall to do things. And it's like whatever you do outside the wall, they say in the trailer, you either have to accept the choices you make or die trying trying to change them. Yeah. Basically saying you're not going to like what you have to do outside the wall with all the creatures and animals that are out there. Basically, you got to be a savage. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a dog eat dog world out there. So if you want to survive, you might have to kill things. But it looks like you get this, like, exosuit with the weapons. Yeah. And even, like, the gameplay that they showed later, it looks so cool with them. Almost had to sneeze there. Were you, nah, you going to sneeze yawn. on me? Oh, John, Johnny, Johnny's a little bit too tired for uh, for this <laughs> segment. Not talking about God of War anymore. No, but I'm like, done with his part. <laughs> even, even with the... Um, 
the gameplay, like flying through and you're actually like flying, like yeah. kind of Superman, Iron Man-esque. And like there's even a part where they aim at a monster and there's a monster just chucking other monsters off the ledge and they aim at them. And it's one where it's like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to go after it or do you want to just leave it alone? And they wait for a bit, and then the character goes, ah, let's not mess with that today. Mm -hmm. So it even looks like you're going to make some of those choices as well. And then what I'm hoping is that when team, like, that you're able to kind of open world style, like, meet up with your buddies and join parties and kind of create, like, a tandem of, okay, it's us four kind of a thing. Where you're not just like, hey, you know what? It's me and then the two CPUs that I'm with that mm-hmm. you're actually able to join up with friends and be in games together, kind of like Borderlands style. Yeah. Where you're following the story. And like if like in Borderlands, like if you see I'm playing, you hop on, I'm going to join Ricky's game, pop right in. It's like, yo, bro, what's up? Like that kind of a thing. Or like yeah. if I say you're in, I'm going to join Johnny's game. You can make it public for everyone. You can leave it private only for friends. You can leave it private like Fuck you, Johnny. I want to play with you today. Like that kind of a thing. I hope that they do that as well with Anthem. Give me another. Do you have another game that you're excited about? I am, actually. Um, Because Anthem, that's very base interest. I didn't go. I'm I'm saving my heavy hitter for last. Okay. Because I've already teased it. Oh, okay. Well, I got one um, that looks a lot better than the Mm -hmm. first one was, and that would be Star Wars Battlefront 2. See, that was one that I was going to mention. I didn't know if you were going to bring it up. I wasn't because I've never played a Battlefront game. I played Star Wars when the Battlefronts when they were on PS2. Mm-hmm. I actually played the one when it came out with the new gen as well. Um, was not impressed by the last one, but now like we're crossing generations, so we got the old Star Wars, we got the new Star Wars, you got more flying. There's just so much more to it now, and I love all the the changes they mm-hmm. made to it. So now we can actually. I'll be honest, it just looks way better than the first one. Well, and that's something, like I mentioned, like those Star Wars games, like the last one that I really remember playing was, I want to say it was on the PlayStation 1. Yes. And it was a dual disc game, and I know it had the Millennium Falcon in it. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. Where you kind of flew different ships. I think it was all just flying, the one you're talking about. Yeah, it was just flying, and I remember the one level I could not beat. I never got to disc 2. But at the end of disc one, there was one where you had to fly the Millennium Falcon through like a cave. Yeah. Could never do it. Always clipped a wall or clipped something. And then boom, 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 like a pinball. Mm-hmm. And I crashed so every just... time. Couldn't get through it. So that was one game could never get through. But yeah, the Battlefront games, like it looks cool. Looks awesome. Looks like they're doing some new things. Yeah. I have just never played it. One that I will say that I'll throw out there that I know that I know two things. Okay. I know one, I'm not going to buy the system that this is on. And two, I'm probably never going to play this game. But as E3 was happening and the Twitch stream, I was like, like watching live of them, like talking to different developers. One game that looks really cool is the Mar- our Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. It looks like the one level that, um, I was watching was that they were on like this like platform level and just the way you had to move platforms and there was something with his hat you had to do 
Like he would throw the hat at things to get like bombs to explode and stuff. Hmm. It looks like an interesting game to the Mario universe. Yeah. I'll just be honest. I know that I'm not going to buy a Nintendo Switch, and I know that I am not going to play this game unless I, one of my friends gets a Switch, which right now that is not happening. None of my friends have the Nintendo Switch. I just, that was one game I just wanted to give brief love to. Brief love, because I watched some gameplay, and I'm like, man, that looks cool. Like, I'm watching the trailer now, and it looks like you can go to different worlds where Mario puts his hat on things, and then he becomes that. So, like, there's a Koopa. He throws his hat. It lands on the Koopa. He becomes a Koopa. Yeah. Or he throws his hat on a bomb. He becomes the bomb. So, kind of, it looks like you'll have unique ways to get around different obstacles. It looks like it's all based on... uh, what Mar- everyone loves, little hats. Yeah, Mar- it's all based on hats and what Mario's you magical hat. Yeah, Mario's magical hat. But the one thing I will say that I was very excited for, although that the um, the gameplay trailer that I watched was in Japanese, was we're getting the third Kingdom Hearts. Yep, we're get like after so long, we are getting a new Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I can't wait for it. I know I you're super excited like, about that. I'm wa- like, it looks phenomenal, and the the combat looks even better because you got to think, it's been over what ten years since we got a a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, it looks like Sora even gets a shield now. Oh, nice. The last Kingdom Hearts that we had, think about this. Just think about it. Okay. The first two Kingdom Hearts games. We talked about Call of Duty and being on different systems. Yeah. The last two Kingdom Hearts games were on PlayStation 2. Yeah. No, I remember they that. They skipped PlayStation 3 and are going straight to PS4. Straight to PS4. Yeah. Like, that is like the... And that's maybe where my mind's going, oh my God, all this shit looks awesome. Because the graphics that I'm used to are PS2 graphics. Exactly. And at the time... Those graphics were amazing, Johnny. Yep. Those graphics at the time were like, oh, my God, it looks like my favorite Disney characters. And the thing that I like most, you get a little cinematic of the villains. Hades are, yeah, Hades is going to be in there. Pete's going to be there. Melissa Fint is back. You know what's the thing I hate most about Disney? What? The thing I hate most? Hey, guys, uh, F your little E3 convention that you're having. We're we're just going to put this gameplay trailer out there, let you have it. But tell you the real trailer is coming at our expo oh. at DX. I think it's called DX twenty three, July fifteenth, the game before or the day before Game of Thrones come out. Oh yeah, that's when you'll get your trailer. <laughs> so I have to wait a month. Yeah, you do. I have to wait a month until I see my trailer. But the hype is there. I'm buying this game. I'm buying it, and I can't wait. Like that's the thing I want. Just tell me when it's coming out, so that I can just take off work for a month. <laughs> so I can just say, you know what, all my vacation days, I'm using them now. To play I'm, the game. I'm just going to play Kingdom Hearts all the time. Yep. Like, this is the game that I have been waiting for for 12, I want to say it's been 12 years. Wow, yeah. I think the last 2005. one was 2005. You want to know how old we were in 2005, Johnny? Do you remember that? 14. Do you remember that in 2005? Well, you were 14. I had just turned 15. Yeah, you did. At the beginning of the year. <laughs> um, 2005 would have been the end of our freshman year and the beginning of our sophomore year. Exactly. That was how old we were 
when the last Kingdom Hearts game came out. Now we're long both, now, time ago. Now we're both like 26, 27 and old men at this yes. point. We're looking at 30 way before back then. We're like, wow, we're looking at 20 pretty soon. <laughs> we're halfway to 20. That's a we pretty were soon. Saying. Yeah, pretty soon. We are halfway to 20. And now we're almost at 30. That's how long we're almost Kratos. Yeah, we're almost Kratos. We're <laughs> basically Kingdom Hearts 3, Old Man Logan Ricky style. That's what it's going to be. It's just going to be me me sitting there. I'm going to have the big Logan the big Logan beard, Kratos beard, and I'm going to be playing Kingdom Hearts. That's how long you guys, Square Enix and everybody, made me wait for this game. But I can't wait for it. I am excited for it. And I know, Johnny, I know yourself. You only played 20 minutes of it. Yeah, about... And you got to tell the story of why you've only played twenty uh, minutes, so they I, know. I mean, so they don't just think I'm ragging on you. Uh, I mean, I played for twenty minutes. I borrowed it from someone. The game was like it just wasn't my kind of game. You had to control three different people, and I wasn't into that at the time. It looks so cool. And the other thing was, I just just other games I wanted to play. So I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I love the fact that it was Disney themed, but it just wasn't my playing style. So I'm like. My big thing is I'm more of the, as we talked about, I'm the campaign mm-hmm. mode. I like the single, like the single character games. That's what I do. I didn't want to keep track of two other people. I and it's just it's like I, keeping track of two different people, man. That's why I don't do the multiplayer on games. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, uh, I don't do the online multiplayer because like yeah. I don't want to deal with other people. Yeah, man. Screw teams, man. Exactly. I got to deal with you doing your job and me doing my job. And you know, it's the thing that kind of threw me through the biggest loop. Yeah. And the thing that I kind of hate is that it says PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Okay. Let's just keep it on PlayStation 4. Oh, don't be rude let's like just, that. Let's just, let's just do how it used to be, because I want to say Kingdom Hearts 2 and everything was on just PlayStation. Don't be rude. You got to share. I kind of don't want to share this one. I'll, hey. give you, I'll give you Spider-Man, Xbox people. <laughs> I will give you Spider-Man they're, before I hey, give the you Kingdom Hey, Xbox Hearts. is sharing their game. You got to share I yours. I guess. They're giving me anthems. Exactly. I actually have to look and say, yeah, okay, so it was on Xbox One. Kingdom Hearts was on Xbox One. So you can't One. be selfish like that, man. I thought it was only on PlayStation. No, original was PlayStation 2. So it was originally on the PS2, and then yeah. eventually we said, here you go. Yeah, Eventually exactly. we gave it over, but I mean... Just oh, this not making the weight this time. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, and the thing in the trailer that made me like the most giddy and was like, "Oh my god, let me play it now!" was when we get the I can't remember their names exactly, but they're in the black cloaks, and they know like the behind the scenes sequence and secrets to Sora and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he says it's in you, and he points to Sora, and I was like, "Oh my god, just let me play it! Just let me play it right now!" Just give me the game. Let me play it. Kingdom Hearts 3. I can't wait. I can't wait until, like, as soon as that trailer comes out, Johnny, we're going to talk about it. We're breaking yep. down that trailer. So you're going to have to you're gonna have to have deal with that. Oh, I know. You're going to have to deal with that. Because you're doing a podcast with me, and I love the game. Yep. However, the one thing I will say, any other games, I am all out. Any others that excited you I got from E3? Two that I'm just gonna name them. We're not gonna go into them. Why? Ra- rapid fire, and you give your reasons why you're excited. Oh, I'm just gonna give you the games. We're just stay out of the, the okay. reasons why. Let let them let them uh, stew on it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hold on. Let me let, let me get the name completely right. Um, Middle Earth: Shadow of War. 
kind of a continuation on the Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, which was a lot of fun from what I played, um, from me playing. You know it. who bought that game and really liked it? Who? Mark Weber. Did he? Our most valuable podcast. And then the other one, because it reminds me of a game I played on PS2, <laughs> and now it's like expanding on it. Skull and Bones. It's you get to play as a okay. pirate. You get to actually sail, sail the ships. You get to do the firing of uh, broadsides and everything. It's called Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. I did not see this one. Yeah, and then finally you actually get to get off the boat and invade stuff. I saw the game, some of the gameplay trailer. So it reminds like, you of a game you played as a child? Uh child. Um, I played it on the PS2 when everyone had the P. When everyone had the PS3 mm-hmm. and the Xbox 360. I was still on the PS2. I'm always behind a gen, and I'm going to stay that way. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm actually looking at I played the... this one called Black Cat, which it wasn't nearly as cool as this one looks. Not at all. But the broadside part was so much fun. And it looks like you get to do it in this one. It looks like you get to um, get off the ship and actually do pirate-like things. It looks great. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to buy it right off the bat. Maybe right, like go and wait a while. It goes on sale, and then I, I'll buy it. But well, I will I'm say, excited for it. It probably it might be a good game. You want to know why? Why? It's a Ubisoft game. Oh, that's very and, true. And the one game that people are going to say, "Well, guys, why haven't you mentioned it?" I just wasn't excited for it because I haven't played the series. But Assassin's Creed, yeah, also coming out with their new game as well. So I'll be honest, I forgot. I knew someone. I knew someone in the comment section would be like, "Well, guys, you didn't mention." Assassin's Creed, but no, it looks beautiful. Skull and Skull and Bones looks beautiful. I just wish we'd get to actual gameplay in this. Yeah. Oh, so it's like you're shooting from the ship. Yeah. No, you get to and broadside e- other ships, and then you actually get to get off the and, ship. And each ship has its own health. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Right. That's got to be weird if you're steering it and stuff too. Yeah. Then that that's an interest. That's an interesting one. That one I didn't see, but. This is where we're going to end the podcast. Let us know down below. What are you guys, what what games are you excited for post E3? Let us know down below in the comment section. Also, thank you guys for watching and listening to the Rick and Johnny podcast this week. We're going to go right into, actually, you guys will wait, have to wait a week until you see it, but we're actually going to record next week's podcast right Part now two. because I'll be in California. So Sunday next Kelly. week will be the... Typical type of newsy, nerdy kind of topics. We just wanted to talk about some games this week post E3 to give our thoughts on some of the things that we liked after E3. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Johnny is at War Machine 9085. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. I want to thank you guys for watching and listening one last time. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.